Wow, episode seven's already started. This is crazy. Everybody, welcome to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal. I am your host for the self-reliant wealth aspect of your life in the Wealth Reliance Podcast. Today's episode is going to be absolutely incredible. I have one of my very good friends and uh, mentors, honestly. He's younger than me. He's ambitious. He's getting after it, unlike anybody else I've seen. And what a great opportunity. Christopher Huffman. This guy is going to bring amazing value. He is in the real estate industry and he has done some amazing thing in amazing things in his life up to this point. And he's got a lot of great stories uh, and ideas and thoughts to share with all of us so that we can continue to go out there, make our lives better, find the side hustle income that we need and turn it into a real business that potentially could and will most likely replace our jobs. Without further ado, welcome Christopher Huffman. Welcome to the Self-Reliance Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I am your host to learning how you can create side hustle income. Welcome, everybody, to episode number seven of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest, Christopher Huffman. He is one of my very good friends, and boy, this young man, I can call him because he's younger than I am, is just kicking my trash all up and down and He's doing some amazing things in real estate. Uh, he's doing amazing things in business, and he's just an all-around great guy. So I'm super excited for you to be able to listen to him, learn from him, and gain some great, valuable experience. Christopher, how are you, my friend? Dave, I'm doing absolutely perfect. Thanks for thanks for having me on the podcast today. I'm excited. Heck yeah, <laughs> heck yeah buddy. I appreciate you spending the time. And so... Why don't we just go ahead and get started here and introduce a little bit uh, of your background, uh, how you got into real estate, what you got, what you currently have going on right now as projects and that kind of thing. Absolutely. And just to uh, just to reiterate, I guess the opposite of what you said is Dave is one of the most amazing individuals that I've known. And uh, honestly, so I'm I'm only just trying to follow in your footsteps here, Dave. But um, <laughs> yeah, I appreciate little... that, man little 30 second backdrop uh back in 2015 i got into real estate and uh there was a professor at the university i was attending and i decided to take him out to lunch he said he was a little interested in real estate and he taught me what a cap rate was and how to you know calculate what a return on an investment was and how much fun he was having in real estate and let's just say the rest is history <laughs> you know i went from from that lunch to joining uh joining up starting another company and the nightly rental business we'd finance um you know anywhere from half million to quarter of a million dollars for our first house uh, to be able to do you know nightly rentals rent it out on airbnb give our investors a return um left that and started a real estate development company with a very very good friend and we've been doing that for the past past two two and a half years um, we've done, uh, we just barely finished a subdivision up in Midway, Utah, 20 lots. We actually ended up selling it to ivory homes, but did all the street work, learned a lot of great things, did really well on it. And it's been, it was a very, very good learning lesson. Got a couple other subdivisions behind it right now. Um, and we've, I've gotten a little bit more into the space of, of multifamily, multifamily and, uh, wholesaling. 
So we've got a couple of duplexes right now that we're uh, currently in the process of renovating. One of them is about to close next week. Uh, we've got, you know, the se- the second one's what should be on the market in the next month or so. Good value add properties, and uh, but yeah, we've been and we've been we've been marketing to distressed homeowners uh, to be able to find great deals on the market. It's, it's a tough place right now to be able to find a good deal, but it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I've had a lot of really good people around me to be able to help. So. Dude, that's awesome. And you know, I normally don't go into this, this side of things, but how, just how old are you? (laughs) I'm 20, 24 years old, 24 years old. You're doing development deals, multifamily, raising a ton of money. This is just one of those amazing things that I love in the entre- entrepreneurship game. It doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are. You have an opportunity here to really take the bull by the horns, as it were, and go out and create whatever you decide to create. I mean, there there are no stops, right? I mean, sometimes you've had to overcome different obstacles, and I'm sure having people take you seriously in certain areas, but when you bring the kind of credibility that you bring – it kind of gets to a point where your reputation precedes you. Is that an accurate statement? Absolutely. Just a quick 15 second tidbit. We were the very first home in that first nightly rental business. The property we, we went, it was a, a, a cabin in Bear Lake. I was with another individual um, who was amazing and far more experienced than I was, but we walked into the realty office and pulled the flyer down on a brand new cabin that had just gotten built. It was, purchase price of about 700 750,000 and we said hey we want to buy this he's my about my same age and uh the individuals there quite literally laughed us out of the door and we, <laughs> and then we went on to close close on the home about 7 days later so age is just a number it really doesn't mean anything um you know there's definitely credibility issues you got to get over but it's all about your reputation what would you say has been uh, one of the most relevant things to your success up to this point? I know it's kind of hard to pinpoint. <laughs> one word, persistence. <laughs> I love it. Tell me more about that. What uh, specifically? I mean, obviously, I know, especially, you know, when we, we got started uh, in our, our relationship and friendship was back when you started that first development deal. You had a lot of different hurdles you had to overcome. We were able to secure some funding for you. Um, but what, I mean, what did that look like? It was something that turned out pretty good in the end, but that was, that was a difficult, probably, would you say one of the most difficult projects you've had to deal with so far? Hands down, hands down, having to deal with contractors and hard money lenders. And just, we had, um, a very, very large buffer that was supposed to be able to, you know, a very large profit margin that we were supposed to be able to pad. We ended up walking away with. Uh, far less than what we had expected. It was still still a successful project, but it uh, every everybody you know talks about how amazing being an entrepreneur is. But the the real you know nit gritty of it is you it, you're accountable to no one but yourself. You get up in the morning and either you're going to make something happen or you're not. There's nobody there holding your shoulder. There's nobody there holding your hand. There's nobody there um, telling you what you need to do. So if you don't go out and do it, nothing is going to get done. And there's nobody there to also say, you know, good job, keep going. 
but that's that's why you know our relationship dave has been so amazing and the wonderful community here in salt lake that we've been able to be a part of this it's important to find like-minded people that can keep you motivated because if you're an entrepreneur and you haven't had a hard time yet it's coming and you got to have people there around you and then similarly you got to be able to you know the the ups far outweigh the downs but it's all about being persistent keeping your head up and keep moving hopefully that came off the right way no that was, that was perfect man i love that uh this brings me to another question how valuable has education been in you know your your journey thus far i mean there's different types of education you have your normal uh, education through like a college degree which you know we're talking about that uh <laughs> on right now finishing up your bachelor's but uh you know how relevant has that been and what are some of the different sources and places that you've gone to learn about some of these different types of things that you're doing absolutely um so education is invaluable honestly that's how we were talking about age that's how you overcome that barrier you let them know that you know what you're doing you know fake it until you make it if you have to but you stay up every single night you know i i remembered when i was starting my development i had never done anything in real estate or anybody in my family before i had a partner who had a lot of background experience but had technically never done a development himself i stayed up every single night when i was in meetings i would write down words i didn't know I'd go home and research them for hours. I'd be up. My wife was probably a little angry at me. I was up very late every night and up <laughs> early every morning. Um, you know, as far as self-education, I think is huge. Um, I've had the opportunity to join several uh, several groups, you know, to be able to learn more ultimately. Um, you know, there was a wonderful guru here in Salt Lake that sold us, well, it sold me on something and I joined it and, then, you know, there was a, a, another education that, uh, you know, that we got to be a part of and that his education is everything without really find yourself in a tricky situation really quick, especially in real estate. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. So let me ask you this then. I mean, with so much or I guess so many avenues of education. I mean, you've got the gurus that come through, you have online stuff, you have Google and bigger pockets and YouTube. How do you really define what's the most valuable and what's the most credible? And how do you kind of wean through you know, where you want to spend your time and your bandwidth? Because if you go after everything, you kind of overload. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes I'm sure you, you know, you learn some stuff and you're like, well, that wasn't the best place to learn it. But what has been your criteria to just say, okay, you know, I've learned, I've had some bad experiences in the past. I've had good experiences, but now this is kind of my criteria moving forward as I'm seeking out uh, different knowledge points. That is a great question. Oh, if I come up with an answer, I'll let you know. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this answers it, but I'm, I think my, uh, my goals and focus and where I look for education moving forward, I think is far more network based than video course knowledge based, if that makes sense. Just like what I was explaining earlier, you know, I last year I joined uh, two specific groups, um, you know, and, and they were fairly, you know, it, it was a fairly good, it seemed like it was a, a it required a lot of, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? It, it was a big, it was a big leap, 
you know, to be able to join these two things. One of them was focused a lot more on uh, just, you know, specifically uh, just kind of online videos. But the, the company was a little bit more remote, you know, like they weren't necessarily here local. And then the other education that was joined was a lot more uh, local based with connections and stuff like that. It turned out that the, the connections that I've made were far more valuable than anything else. Um, and because of those connections that I've made, it's literally just kind of pointed me in the path for what I want to be able to do. And I pick up as much education as I can along the way, but I, I, though with what you're saying to not get too too far off the beaten path <laughs> because it's easy to get lost there's a there's a oh, i'm trying to remember who this quotes from but it says if you want to I, I i used to have it written up on the window in the office uh if you save your money diversify if you want to grow your money focus mm-hmm. something like that like if you focus you will be able to grow your money you know someday when you have a lot yeah diversify to be safe but the only way to truly be successful is if you focus on one or two things that you're really good at that you're passionate about that you can fight through the hard days and just stick all of your education around there i mean that's broad but no i love (laughs) it that's 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 perfect Easier said than done. <laughs> no, true story, man. True story. Uh, so, you know, one of the questions I get asked a lot is, well, it's expensive. Like, I don't want to spend money on going to a networking group or spending money on, you know, different points of education. What's been your philosophy? I mean, I know you and I have both spent in the well over six-figure amount in the educations that we have both gotten. And I, yep. I, I think even the ones that, have been learning experiences have been worth it because it's helped propel me to make better decisions. But uh, what would your response be to somebody that's worried about spending, you know, a couple hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars or even, you know, up in the 10, $20,000 range for an education piece? I think they need to look back and look at what's important to them. For instance, in real estate, um, that's one deal. (laughs) Right. You spend ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars. You go do one deal. We do, you know, we we've got a wholesale deal that we're looking to have, hopefully under contract by about seven o'clock tonight, and we've got built into that about twenty four thousand, and that deal just came up about three days ago. So, and it'll close in about seven days. Like it's, and and, and again, I I don't say that to be like you know to toot my own horn in any way, shape, or form because it could very well fall through, but it's just like that kind of you know society and growing up and people teach you that a hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money which it is but when you if you open up your eyes to really what's possible you know i know real estate really well and so that's kind of what i relate things to the most like that's just that's a couple of deals and if you spend if you spend one if you let's just say you know you spend 15 or twenty thousand dollars on something to yes it is a leap first off you're spending that much money so it's going to motivate you to follow through uh, you know if you go buy a 99 dollars gym membership we know how many of us have decided to not follow mm-hmm. through on that 
but you know, you spend that kind of money. You, you, let's just say, you know, you bought the education and over the next 12 months, you only do a single deal. You will have paid for your money, have the education. And now, and then the next year you go and do five deals, you 10 X your money. You know, like it's, it, it was a no brainer. That's awesome. Man. No That's awesome. I love that. I, I would totally agree. I mean, I, in, you know, all the different education platforms I've gone through and the money I've spent and the time I've spent, it's like you gain so much value from learning things that you don't know. Right. I mean, we, we all have heard the, the phrase ignorance is bliss. Well, the reality I think more or less is ignorance is not bliss. It's death because <laughs> what you don't know <laughs> will hurt you. <laughs> I completely agree with that. No, that's oh. good. Cool. So tell me a little bit more about, um, your journey as an entrepreneur. I mean, you got started. What, what made you say, I want to go down this path of entrepreneurship versus going the normal, you know, nine to five job, work in the normal grind, go to college, get a degree, that kind of thing. What made you say, okay, entrepreneurship's the way I want to go. And I don't care what it takes. I'm going to figure it out and, and do it. I, great question. I had a, a mentor in my life. Uh, my grandfather, he was an absolute giant in what he did. And he, I got the opportunity to be very, very close with him. And he always talked about, you know, being, you know, like I, because of all the amazing things he did, I always wanted to be my own man, but he had such big shoes, you know, that he left for, you know, other individuals to try to fill. And I knew that I would never have the life that I wanted to by working for somebody else. There was a, a talk I listened to the other day and it talked about um, it talked about something Steve Jobs said once upon a time, he said a lot of times people talk about how they don't have any time to start a new business. Well, if there's if they ever say that they don't understand the concept of time because people have 24 hours in a day. And everybody, Steve Jobs or, you know, Jeff Bezos or somebody or me, we all have 24 hours. But here's the catch is that Jeff Bezos or somebody like that has 10,000 people working for him. They each have 24 hours and they're all working to make his dream succeed. So I lost my train of thought here a little bit, but it's just it, it's it's never a bad time to be able to start a business. And as far as my life, and I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. When I was in my freshman year of college, we went every single week to the entrepreneurship club. I went to Utah State University and we went every single week with a new idea. You know, we wanted to revolutionize the world and change the world. And we would, you know, pitch to investors up there, none of which we could get to do anything. You know, we and we did that you know, this, I went on uh, an LDS mission. The minute I got home, I was back at that same club and I went, um, I went through over and over and over again. And I probably went through six, seven, eight, nine different businesses and they all failed. It was a large, large commitment of my time that just went nowhere. But I, you know, like I just, I wanted to make it work. And then eventually I went to lunch with that professor I was talking about and everything just clicked. I didn't have any ment I didn't have anybody other than him I knew that was in real estate, but it just it's monopoly in real life. You know, it, mm -hmm. something just clicked inside that I was like, this is what I want to do. 
And three years later, we're still, you know, trying to figure it out. And we're still, uh, still got a lot to learn, but we've, we've done really, really well. Awesome, man. Yeah. So you mentioned, uh, again, your grandpa and the mentorship that he had, how important is mentorship? And tell me a little bit more about that. I mean, I think a lot of times in today's world, people are like, Oh, I need a mentor. I need a mentor. But mentorship isn't something that's just like, Oh, Hey, will you be my mentor? It's more of just that relationship building. You have commonality and common grounds. You add value to other people, but how critical has that been in your life? And how have you been able to seek out some of the mentors that you've had in your life? If you're starting new in any business, there's going to be things you don't know. Go find the people who are the best at that business and what they do, and they'll fill in the blanks for you until you figure it out for yourself. Without mentors, I would be nowhere. I would absolutely like it was. However, I never tried to get a mentor. It just kind of happened because when, when you're trying to think of how to phrase that like I, I don't think I ever went and said I need a mentor and especially don't ever go to anybody and be like hey will you be my mentor please mm-hmm. <laughs> but um like all of the individuals like I just I showed them that I was a hard worker that I wanted to learn and that I was willing to add value back to them um you know my grandfather specifically was family and so he kind of expected nothing back but I I took care of him the best that I could you know I any time that he needed anything I was there at the drop of a hat and in return he would just tell me what he's done share his experiences I'd tell him what I'm doing he'd give me his you know his advice and I'd follow it and then I'd say look I did this and I tried these three other things and what do you think I should do and he you know kept but for other mentors in real estate I've got maybe two or three really really um, important people that I know I can turn to in the drop of a hat to be able to be there when I need them and to be able to help me out of a tricky situation. And uh, yeah, mentorship is everything. Find people that you want to be um, And a mentorship is more than just somebody to call to help. It's I've become really, really close friends. Mm-hmm. So to segue for the last few minutes here, uh, talk about, you know, I had a good mentor of mine, good friend of mine once tell me that your network is equal to your net worth. Uh, how has building your network been, you know, how have you been able to do that, right? I mean, uh, a lot of times you hear the, the circle of five where the five people you surround yourself with most or how you'll end up financially, mentally, spiritually, in all aspects of life, right? We really have to kind of weed out some of the friends that we hang out with and the people we surround ourselves with. But how have you been able to really develop some of these long-term relationships within your network to develop that to the point where, you know, yeah, if you had a, an issue and it was four o'clock in the morning, you could call them and you know that they'd be there. Uh, that type of friendship and relationship, how have you been able to develop those uh, specifically in, in your in your form of business and in your life? Hmm, let me think of how to answer that i mean the the first thing that comes to mind is never expect someone to do for you what you won't do for them i mean if any of those individuals called at 4 a.m in the morning i'm going to be there <laughs> otherwise mm-hmm. how could i expect them to be there for me um can, can you remind me the, uh, the first part of that question that you asked um yeah, yeah the, the but, very first part of that question 
basically, uh, when you started developing your network, how did you seek out the best people and how did you kind of weed away from the ones that were not the best friends and not the best influences, but really developing your network to something that's uh, valuable? I guess that'd be the. So I went all the way to the tippy top and for the, I, I looked for the biggest names, the biggest people of now, you know, they're, uh, Roger, you know, like I wanted to be in development, so I got a hold of Ellis Ivory, Roger Boyer, Kim Gardner, uh, and I, I looked for any connections at all that I could do to be able to get to them and to meet with them, and you know, then they'll introduce you to a few of their. And it's like I would never like find the people who are the best and who emulate what you want, uh, what you want to be able to do, and who you want to be down the road and literally be, be persistent. If it takes 15 times at their office or giving or calling them or whatever, to be able to go sit down with them, even just for 20 minutes or a half hour, it's worth it. Um, it's kind of an intimidating thing too, to think, I mean, you going after some of these big names and it's like, well, I'm nothing. I'm still learning. How can I add value to this person? But one way or another, value can be added in any situation. doesn't matter where you're at. There's something, something that you can bring to the table, and it's just figuring out what that is. You know, I think that's where that value for value exchange comes in. And you do. You develop a relationship with these people, and then they become friends. And then from there, you know, you, your friends are the people that you hang out with, that you do business with, and you, you build your life together with. Absolutely. I, I would definitely agree with that. And even if you, you know, two or three of the individuals I met, I said, I will work for free. You don't have to pay me a thing. And I've got these four things that I'm doing. You know, for instance, they're like with uh, the wholesale side of things. You know, there was uh, an individual and we literally said, look, this is what we're doing. We're here from six in the morning till six at night. Like we're working, absolutely working as hard as we can. And how can we make you the most money? You don't have to pay us or do anything for us. We just want to make you money. And in return, he's like, oh, I'll hop, you know, by the end of the conversation, he's like, I'll hop on the phone with you guys for 40 minutes to help you with this, this, and this. Cause I know if I take, if I help you out for 30 minutes, you'll be sending me deals for the next 10 years. And it, he's, he's right. And it, you know, it'll be a really, really good, um, a really good value add on both sides. But mentorships are important. I love it, man. Uh, thank you so much for your time today. Uh, if people want to come connect with you, what's the best way to do that? They want to check out some wholesale deals, learn more about real estate. What's the best way to contact you? Absolutely. You know, so you can go uh, find me out. Easiest way to do is to find me on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn, just Christopher Huffman. Um, or you can go through, oh boy, I need to find an easier way to, for people to get a hold of me. <laughs> do you have a, a good go email to, uh, yeah absolutely a good email is christopher at returndev.com r-e-t-u-r-n-d-e-v.com that'll go stri straight to my personal email and uh, i'd love to be able to reach out and talk with any of you guys looking to get into real estate or have any questions so awesome man well thanks again i really appreciate your time today this has been an amazing episode really learned a lot from you and uh, for everybody that's on here today, if you have any questions, please do not hesitate to let us know. You connect with us on social media. 
and or through the Anchor app, you can actually record a voice message that we will bring on to the episode and get that question answered. So thanks again, Christopher. Have a great day. Wasn't that an amazing episode? Man, seriously, I love hanging out with Christopher because his attitude, his excitement, enthusiasm for life, it really is infectious. If you want to connect with him, please do reach out to him. Uh, he's looking to continue to grow his business in the wholesaling side. So if you're look, you're a fix and flipper or you're looking to get into fix and flipping, that's a great place to start to find deals. I've done some real estate in the past as well, done some flips, done some lending on some rental properties. And man, I'll tell you what, there is not a better spot to find deals than from a wholesaler if it's a good one and if they know what they're doing. And he definitely does. So check him out, connect with him. Again, if you have any questions uh, or would like to learn more about how you can have your story featured on the Wealth Reliance podcast, please reach out to me. Check us out on social media at Wealth Reliance uh, or SelfReliantWealth.com or send me an email at info at SelfReliantWealth.com and I would love to connect with you and see what we can do to help you and add value to your life. Thanks again for listening. Appreciate everything that you do as a listener. This show only becomes better because of the people, the questions, and the insight that we gain into becoming more wealth-reliant. Thanks again, and have a phenomenal day. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.